This week we're talking about why buying a resale condo is better than a new build, purchasing a house conditional on selling yours, and one of the biggest issues we're seeing with closings right now. Welcome back, guys, to this week's episode. Uh, first of all, tan check. That's it. I was going to say, <laughs> where are we at with this? I'm getting brown. We're going like different here, eh? Yeah. I don't know. I get a little red, I guess. Yeah. By the time we release this episode next week, I will be married as well and on a honeymoon. So Justin will be taking over. We may have some interesting guests. We'll see. Yeah. We're hopefully going to bring some good topics on that. Like, I know Alex wants to come on from our team, talk about purchasing a condo, uh, not a condo, sorry, a cottage. Yes. Purchasing recreational properties. Yeah. And then... Uh, we might have Dave Caprat on too. I Let's don't know. do it. But Brandy's going to be living her life while I'm stuck here working away, <laughs> yeah. which is all good. She deserves it. Mm. Um, but this week, yeah, we want to talk about just some interesting things that we're seeing. Like for the last few years, even, you know, jumping into our first topic, why we think it's better to purchase a resale than a new build right now. I think for the last few years, everybody's, you know, new build, new build, new yeah. build, right? It's yeah. really been the topic. Yeah. Um, but what we're seeing is the cost of these new builds are more expensive than resale. Well, developers started seeing people making all this money, so they were jumping ahead in the market, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also construction costs. Yeah. I have a spell here. I think it's also construction costs as well. Yeah, cost with, of lumber. Uh, like when I was talking to the one builder in Grimsby that just launched a site, they were saying that you really can't build for less, like you can't charge less than about $1,000 a foot now when you sell these yeah. um, because of the cost of construction. So you're looking on average for a new condo, you're looking at spending $1,000 a foot, whereas in the resale market, you can pick up a condo on average in Hamilton for 600 a foot. Yeah. So yeah. it's like four or $500 more a foot. Yeah, and I'm just gonna play devil's advocate a bit. A lot of people will say, well, what about the condo fees? Aren't condo fees higher in an older building? I guess that's the perk you get when you get a, a new build, but like you said, we've always seen them go up after a couple of years anyways. So you kind of have to anticipate that increase. Yeah, they always do. Like you might see a builder say 35, 40 cents a foot for a condo fee, but that's just what they're guessing. Yeah. Once people are living in there and those utilities and everything's actually being used and the maintenance and that, mm -hmm. they will go up. Like I bought the one I was paying $215 a month. And then at the end of the year, when they raised the fees, they were up to 285. So exactly. Are you prepared to go up $50 yeah. in a payment? So, I mean, I think definitely there's a lot of opportunity out there. If I was looking at a condo, I probably wouldn't, uh, you know, I don't want to say no if you really want something you build that you yeah. want to live in. But in terms of investment, I think you're much better off to pick up a resale yeah. condo right now. Yeah. And also, I lived at the Caroline building uh, down by York Street and... It's been around since early 2000s and I loved it. I didn't mm -hmm. see anything wrong with it. I loved the condo management. I loved the underground parking. It was maintained really well. I've never had an issue with a resale. Yeah, always been good. So anyways, what do you guys think if you're leaning towards new builds? What do you think is going to happen with the new build market? Do you think it's going to go up, down? Uh, I think a lot of these are going to set, but we want to hear what you guys think. And then if you have any questions more about the stats, price per square foot, uh, you know, price a condo fee per foot. We're more than happy to provide all that information. Mm -hmm. And anyways, uh, yeah, let us know. All right, Brandy, let's shift into the next topic, 
purchasing a house conditional on selling yours. This is a big topic right now, just with the state of the market. People aren't sure, is their house gonna sell? What happens if I buy something and mine doesn't sell? So uh, I'll let Brandon, do you wanna kinda just explain the benefits of that as a buyer and then as a seller, what that looks like? Yeah, so on the buyer standpoint right now, a lot of people, I think they're worried that their own home is not gonna sell. So we are seeing a lot of offers come forward with conditions and sellers are less reluctant to accept it just because they're getting less offers. So Mm -hmm. it gives you more of an opportunity and a safe way to put in an offer. Yeah, and that's sort of the benefit, right? And so the way that would work is if you wanna purchase it, we just make it conditional, like a financing or inspection condition. But usually the period's a little longer, 30 days, 45 days uh, that we put in there. And that's basically how long you have to have a firm sale on your house. So your house doesn't have to close by then, you just have to have an unconditional accepted offer on yours. Exactly. And then, The way that works on the seller side, when you want to accept the condition like that, there's generally an escape clause. And what that means is say you agree to give these people 30 days to sell their house to buy yours. If another offer comes along, you then, and you want to accept it, you give notice to the current buyers and you say, listen, you have 48 or 72 hours, whatever was agreed upon at the time of sign, saying you can either remove your sale of property condition or you can walk from the deal and get your deposit back and then the seller you work with the new offer. So kind of has pros and cons for both, but in this market where things aren't selling as fast, I mean, yeah, I've been seeing it. And I even saw one seller, like I have clients right now that purchased a property and they even had that escape clause taken out for the seller. So the seller can't even take another offer. Like, I couldn't, I've actually never seen that. Like yeah. even back when we used to do these all the time, Yeah, that's crazy they got it accepted, but. For the most part, the escape clause protects the seller and the condition protects the buyer. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's definitely a good way to do it. Uh, But also it's another thing, like if you're shopping for houses and one is conditional, like you're looking at them, but one sold conditionally to somebody that, you know, needs to sell theirs, Mm -hmm. you can still go in and make an offer on that house. So it's still worth looking at those properties. Um, I actually just made an offer on one yesterday. Uh, From the looks of it, it's going to get accepted. Um, so wh- the way that works logistically is we now are going to get ours accepted. The seller is going to give those buyers uh, their you know, time, their 48-hour period to decide whether or not they want to move forward with the deal or walk away. So then if they walk away, my offer will come into play. And then we also have a home inspection condition in there. So a three-day home inspection period will kick in. And that's how it works. Yeah. So, Great option if you're not sure if your house is gonna sell or you're nervous or you know you just can't carry two houses, which like I don't really know who can, it's, it's a lot of money, especially in yeah. this market. So you really want that comfort there. Um, on the, a great option. On the agent's yeah. part, there's a lot more due diligence that needs to be done now. A lot, it's a lot more than just a week of rapid decisions and offer night. Yeah, the offers are getting a little more complicated like they used to be years back, which is fine. It's yeah. okay, yeah. I like it, I enjoy it, it's yeah. fun. Um, but if you guys have questions about this process or you want you know, more information on it or if this explanation for some reason wasn't good enough, drop a comment below. We'd be happy to respond and uh, let us know. Yeah.
All right, Justin, so let's get into the biggest issue that we're seeing right now, and that is short appraisals. And that's buyers not actually being able to close on the sale. Yeah, so it's essentially becoming a big deal. Like I've been talking to a lot of realtors about it. I know if you Google it, there's a lot of articles, but we're running into this issue where people purchased homes for certain prices when the market was a bit higher. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to close. Yeah. The bank is doing their appraisal now. The bank doesn't do their appraisal when you purchase the property, they do it now and those appraisals are coming in short, yeah. which is crazy. Like for, you know, just one example, I was talking to an agent uh, in the office this morning, and he had a client that had purchased a house for 1.3 million, but the market had dropped since he purchased it. Uh, it's been like months and months, and uh, the appraisal came in at 950. So it's like a $350,000 difference. Ugh. So you really, your only <laughs> options as a buyer is you either come up with the difference to put down, yeah. or, you do what they're doing and you got to go to a B lender, which are B lender or private money, which means you're paying a higher interest, like a private mortgage right now, you know, 10%, nine to 10% easily. I think as the buyer, you really have to weigh how bad you want that house now at this point, because that much more in interest is, can you afford that payment first of all? Um, and then do you trust the lender? I think I don't even think you can go to a B lender at, on yeah, some Yeah, you can. Of them. It's only that you just got to put more money down, right? Like sometimes we've had in the past where appraisals didn't come through, and, be and if you just go to a different lender, it might go through. Like they might approve it. Uh, lenders are B lenders are a bit more relaxed because it's a higher interest rate. Like you're you're paying usually like a percent more or something like that. Yeah. And then private lenders, I mean, you know, I mean, the appraisals don't even exist. They're you're charging, you know, 10%, they're That's just going to give you the mortgage. And that's yeah. why it's a high risk mortgage, go. right, is what they consider. <laughs> so yeah, um, those are pretty much your options. So you just got to be careful when you're looking like, I don't think it's going to happen as much now, because the people that are really getting affected are the people that bought like peak February, exactly. early March, yeah. and now the market's gone down that 12%, yeah. 14%. I mm -hmm. think they're the ones that are really affected because you've lost that value. But when we saw like May, we only went down 2.2%. It's sort of starting to even out. Um, so I think you just gotta be careful. You gotta make sure like, you just gotta protect yourself when you're looking for houses. Like we have now with the market being slower, the ability to go in and negotiate these prices to bring the prices down to fair market value. Like houses yeah. aren't selling for you know overpriced anymore, no. as people used to say, but they're not yeah. selling for these super high prices anymore. Yeah, so wasn't it Katie um, from RBC that we spoke with that once they do a value, they lock it in for you? So it's a, almost a safer way to go? Yeah, from my understanding, that was on new construction. I didn't think it applied to resale. If we were talking about yeah. condos though. Yeah, but the, uh, so, I mean, that's one option to talk to Katie about it. Yeah. That's a good episode too. If you haven't watched that, Katie Morrison, RBC, we had her on the show. It's full of great information. Mm -hmm. So check that one out. Um, but definitely, I think it's just something to move forward. Like some people have asked, could I put a condition for appraisal in? But it's hard to get something like that accepted because the appraisal doesn't take place to prior to closing. So nobody's going to accept an offer conditional for like yeah. three, four months. Because <laughs> then their property's sitting and it yeah, might not close. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So. Anyways, uh, just something that we've been seeing, we thought we'd bring it to everybody's attention because you know it's real estate news. It's what we're here for, it's yeah. what we're doing. So uh, if you know anybody having issues with these, having trouble figuring out how they're gonna close, I don't know, let us know. Maybe something we can do to help put you in contact with the mortgage person or private lender or something to try and make the deal work for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, thanks so much for joining us again this week. It is always a pleasure to make these videos. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, 
And be sure to tune in next week and hit the little bell. I almost forgot to say it. Hit the little bell so you get notified when the new episodes come up. Yeah. But anyways, thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week. See you later.